After those comforting tones and a hiatus in which Dave was uh, digging himself out of ditch and I was too lazy to make a podcast, it is episode 109 of the Unnecessary Nonsense Podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk some NFL stuff. Dave has some ideas. I have no idea what he's talking about. It's probably related to Tom Brady being the greatest because Dave is now a Tom Brady fan. We'll learn about that and more on this episode of the Unnecessary Nonsense Podcast. Dave, explain yourself. How dare you start with such blasphemy, Carlos? I am a blasphemous individual. This is what I do. Oh my goodness. No, I do not think any more of Tom Brady than I did yesterday or the day before that or the day before that or pretty much ever. Well, this is, this just comes as a shock to me. This is, this is a 180 degree reversal from before I hit the go live button where you're just like, Listen, I, have denounced, I have denounced the saints. They are trash. They're dead to me. Like PK Subban. This like, it's all Tom Brady all the time. It's all Tampa Bay yep, all the yep. time. None of you this know happened. what? Jenny McCarthy is the best actress in history. Oh, gosh. Okay, I that, love Jenny McCarthy. Carlos, that is a bridge too far. <laughs> there is no bridge too far for me. I am Carlos. This is what I do. <sighs> all right. What do you got? All right. So you, re- you ready? I have, I have several stories that you will enjoy. Go ahead. Uh, all related to autographs. Okay. Okay. And I'm still wondering why when you send something with a return envelope, why they don't, if they're not going to sign it, why don't they just send it back to you? But anyway, effort. Um, I would like to show you the first one. Remember I said there was one that I bought and I had to call the place and it was going back and forth and they said they messaged it. Anyway, uh, and I called them a second time. Mm-hmm. It has finally arrived. And okay. I want, I want, before I show you which one it is and the one that I had to go back and forth with, uh, I, I arrived there May 12th and I got it the week of August 20, whatever. Okay, I would like you, I don't know if you can see, can you see the postmark, Carlos? All right, hold on. Probably I can if I make it bigger. So I see August and I see... Uh, Above August. Okay, one second, I'm looking here. Tampa, Florida, yeah. Tampa Bay, Carlos. Well, that's why you need to start being nice to Tampa. If you would just, listen, if you would denounce your false god that you go to the church to go to and take your real god, your lord and savior, Thomas whatever middle name Brady, Worship him, and perhaps you'll get your shit on time. Okay, so you got the Hogan one. Nice. All right, with the All official right. little seal in the back. Is the image like of the one where he tears his shirt? Yeah. That's like the that's like the official image. That, that It's funny because that's like the picture they use in a million things, including on the NES video game. Yes. Yeah, because they like really like and, using that shirt. And, believe it or shirt. not, it matches the Hogan wrestling figure. It's the same shirt that he's wearing yeah. in this no, no, for figure. sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, which I didn't know at the time, but anyway. So then, and then I got a, a one for free. Um, and this, this, this is the, the 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 misspelling of my name makes this even better. David. I would have loved it if it had been misspelled, but it had been like Daryl. Yeah, but you know, because it's Iron Sheik, I feel that the misspelling just adds to it. Now it's like it was D A V A I D. Yes. Okay, gotcha. You know, but I mean, the man's like 80, so, and has arthritis, and has done a lot of coke, so I, I'll take it. Well, those are the, it's just a couple of extra letters. I don't see what the, I don't see what the issue is. I think that seems valid. All right, and the next one, um, which I, this one I also paid for, but. Oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin? Okay. Yeah. Which who signed it in pencil, interestingly enough. It's the first autograph I ever have signed in pencil. Now, is this, is this from the same, uh, is this from the same shop? No, so the um, the Hogan one is from Hogan's Beat Shop. So yeah, you have yeah. to to get his, you have to go through his shop. Okay, that one. Um, okay. And then the the company that did the Stone Cold signing is called High Spots Auctions. Mm. Um, I have Perfect. a couple other things that I've sent for them as well. 
Okay. But they did it. The the mail ins went through American Icon Autographs in San Diego, mm-hmm. uh, and I sent it to them. Now, the interesting thing about that, it came back pretty quickly. It was signed like the beginning of August, uh, but I got a, I got a duty on it. So I get this notice in the mail. It's like you have something to pick up at the post office, but you have twenty four dollars and ninety five cents of duty. So yep. I'm pretty sh- so I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I'm like I'm pretty sure it's a Stone Cold thing. I'm like, oh man, that's a lot of money for the duty. I don't really guess it's a piece of paper, but whatever. So I go and pick it up. And as you do with the Canadian government, I'm look, I'm breaking down the the, the the fees, right? Yeah. So the things was it was um it was GST. That's what I didn't get duty, I didn't get custom, I got G I got charged GST on it based on what yeah. they valued at in Canadian dollars. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. I can live with that. But the GST was only like ten bucks, thirteen bucks, something like that. I don't know. It wasn't that much. It was like ten bucks, okay? But I'm like, so where does the other like fourteen whatever come from? Literally, Search it's orders. like processing fee. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, seriously, Canadian government? You charge me like another $10, basically, mm-hmm. it, for the privilege of paying GST. Dude, for the privilege. You said oh. it yourself. Like, if, frankly, they should have charged you at least 100 bucks for the privilege. I'm like, this is almost as bad as like a markup tax. Soon. You'll see the next time you send it. If you, again, if you do not charge me, look, there's no duty. Do, there's no. GST, if you do not denounce your way, soon, if you do not denounce your your way soon, Dave, what's going to happen is the the Lord of Tampa Bay is going to come over and be like, "We need to fix this." They're going to pick up the phone. He's going to make one phone call, and the next time you get a paycheck, twenty five percent of it's going to be gone. And it's like, where did this money go? It's like liquor markup tax on my paycheck. It's like we're taking it straight out. I wouldn't be surprised. Straight out. I wouldn't be surprised. And then I have another autograph story that's funny enough that, that I don't even know how this happened, right? So I've ordered a couple other things. There's, there's one thing I've, I'm having some issues with stuff coming. But I got the uh, uh, envelope in the mail because Megan picked up the mail this week. Mm-hmm. And it's, it says, photograph, do not ban. And I'm like, okay, sweet. This is great. And I look at it and I look at the address and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Paul Martin's address, office address in Montreal because mm-hmm. I had mailed something and on this program, I'm pretty sure. Maybe not, but I definitely showed it to you before or after the one of the podcasts. Yeah. I got an autograph of Paul Martin, the picture, right? Okay. Because I wrote a letter, and and that was back in, like, September of last year, like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Okay? So this week, I get the same picture with an autograph, two days, exactly the same. Same picture, same signature. I'm like, why is Paul Martin sending me another autograph a year after the fact? It would have been, uh, your story would have been better if it had been signed to DeVade. It, well, it might have been actually. It's it's quite possible that it was, and if that's my name on the program now, as I see down there, that's cool. Uh, he, it might have been. I didn't look at it that close because I'm like literally another one. So I'm like, I, All I, right, I just, I'm going to try and sell this. I, I don't know what you're suggesting. I didn't change anything. So all right. I so anyway, those are my stories, Carlos, which I thought you would enjoy. I think it's fair. I think it's fair. I forget. Did you ever end up getting a Bret Hart one? The, like so with all uh, the yeah, because I saw he's at the he's at the uh, the, the Expo. Sport Card Expo. Yeah. He's the only announced guest so far, but yeah, Bret Hart was the sec. Kane was the first one, mm-hmm. uh, and Bret Hart was a. I'll, sh- I'll bring it. Let's see, where are you, Bret Hart? Uh, Bret Hart was the. There we go. The second one. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's what I. I thought so. I just want to double check because it was interesting to me that uh, so they got that because I was thinking about it because right now as part of the stuff that I'm. Uh, it's still while it's one of those things where it's going to sneak up on you. We're going to see what happens. Um, the There's a summit show next week in Calgary, and that one has been postponed. Um, they're concerned about some COVID stuff, but also the province kind of did a lame job with the 
uh, with their restrictions on it. And, you know, it's understandable. Mm -hmm. And apparently the organizer also was having some personal issues. Actually, it was funny. Uh, he decided he basically admitted that, which good for him. You know, he actually laid it out. He said, number one, uh, some issues with the spiking and the COVID things. We're kind of concerned about that. And then number two, honestly, uh, apparently he was having some uh, some uh, mental health issues. And he goes, I just can't do it. And I was like, OK, fair enough. Um, a week out, that was kind of surprising that he, uh, that it was a big, that was a big admission. He basically just laid it out. He said like, look, this is what it is. Um, my hope is to set it up and do it later on. We'll postpone it and we'll try to do it later. Um, and then see what happens with that. Um, as far as I know, the expo is still all, all a full steam ahead. That is the intention, the expectation. Uh, but it is going to be interesting. In the meantime, um, I started the process. I did buy the VIP package, um, the big one. Yeah. Now, I, I'm going to see what other – again, I'm working off the assumption they're going to have it. So assuming they do, we'll see what happens there. Uh, I do get $80 off an autograph. I don't oh, know sweet. what I'm going to do yet. Um, I, I joked about it on the live stream on Friday where I said, oh, would you think you'd get the Bret Hart one? I go, I would, but I enjoyed Bret Hart's work. I just don't know if I would use my credit on that. And also, like, like I said, for Bret Hart's accomplishments, he does whine a lot. So it's one of those things where it's like, eh, it's okay. And for the same amount of money, I could just get an autograph card minus the whiting. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. It's like the being in the presence of Bret Hart is not worth any extra money to me than, than the card itself. That, that experience doesn't really add any value add to me. There would be other wrestlers that I would probably put first. I got I got to see what they have in mind as far as the lineup is concerned. Yeah. But I'm interested, and we'll see. I haven't booked any hotel or anything. Um, I just got to see what it looks like. I don't know. We're going to have to see. Is, uh, but it's like two months out, so we'll have to see what happens doesn't feel like that far in the future, but time moves, especially this next month is going to be pretty quick with the stuff I have to do. Then before I know it, it'll be October. And it's like, Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. It'll be a month out and oh, what the heck? Okay. Uh, the big decision, the important one, uh, and it'll kind of play into the subject of, of tonight, uh, is going to be like, so do I subscribe to the zone now or do I wait until a couple of weeks in? Hmm. Mm. Decisions. I probably will because I do like, uh, I do like, um, the uh what's it called red zone i do mm -hmm. like having the red zone option sometimes uh when it's in the middle because i'll usually put the packer game on but then i can roll into red zone yeah. if it's just like yeah show me whatever's going on it's nice Flip with the it. zone you can do that too they've got their they carry the red zone yeah but i did uh, i did joke with them and i said to them that the uh the only thing for the most part i've kind of enjoyed um i kind of enjoyed the current state of uh, how i do a lot of my sports watching i'm not watching a lot of games although i did watch the thursday game I watched that basically the whole way through because football is easier for me. It's a little easier for me to sit down and just watch it all yeah. the way through. Um, especially if it's an interesting matchup or it's like, all right, I'm kind of curious what happens here. I can do some stuff in the meantime. It's fine. And I have it on my screen, but the, um, the one that's going to be interesting for me. And I was saying that um, the only thing I kind of miss a little bit, I really don't care about a lot of the stuff uh, to be honest, but it'd be one of those things where I'd, I would love to go into the, uh, into the sports bar and just watch, uh, watch a Sunday slate of games. Well, yeah, it's it's because it, I said to to Megan, yeah, the other day I was like, she's like, when does the Saints play? And I'm like, they play, you know, it's like four thirty Sunday. They're playing the Packers. I was like, there was a time when Carlos and I would be going to a bar for that game. Yep, probably a Boston pizza. And it's like, what are you ordering? Same thing as always. Yeah, exactly. you got any free glasses? Free glasses? Exactly. I miss those free glasses. Well, there was a, the free swag was. Uh, I was explaining that story to somebody. It's like, dude, it was all about the free swag. Oh, so totally. like, it's not like Bo it's not like the Boston pizza food is that great. Like the atmosphere's fine, <laughs> but it's like no free shit. Give us free shit. Exactly. And then you know beer specials, free shit, and like a decent atmosphere and multiple games on t television. 
Yeah, I'll be honest. Uh, what I would do probably if it was going to be now, I'd probably go to the pump. Mm. Because they got some TVs and stuff. And the atmosphere is actually pretty decent. Pump's too. good. Pump's good. Yeah, I like yeah, I think. And for me, it's easy because it's close proximity. Hashtag and, sponsor um, us, pump. Yeah, l- listen, I- I'm, I'm up for it. Um, but I think uh, I think that one makes sense. So th- what I'll suggest and propose is when we get to a better state, because there's two things that I'm kind of sitting back waiting on. Again, it's we got to get to a state where it makes sense and where it works. Uh, the first one is, yeah, I'd like to go and check out a series, a, a couple of football games at one of these things, like the pump or one of those a similar type of things. That'd be good. Uh, and then the other one is I, um, is I owe the the fa- the other the the properly spelled Dave, uh, the other one. Uh, it's like we got we got to have a pint sometime, and that was that we're, we're a couple of years in on that receipt, but we'll get to it. when We get to it. Yeah, it's exactly. Just is what it is. So exactly. it'll be it'll be his job to stay alive until then. Not my, my I can't I can't fix it for him. It's he's possible. Do it. He could do it. Yeah, yeah he's got to do. Yeah, we got to do it on his own. Like it's it's one of those things. Like we'll see. It'll be fun. I I invite um I invite Ogilvy, but he he's been dead for years, and uh, we'll mourn him as we usually do. As you should. Uh, absolutely absolutely ah i remember the day he died and yet he continues to roam the earth aimlessly wandering a lost soul <laughs> it's kind of sad yeah, but anyway indeed. on to happier topics what are the football right. related matters do you so want? so i basically since obviously we're doing the shorter version of the podcast for mm-hmm. the foreseeable future and i will uh, just for the record uh, i won't do it this week because i'm tired i did want to do one on the all on the all out yeah because the pay-per-view was phenomenal it was very good uh, and some of the stuff since has been very interesting. I just got to find the energy yeah. myself. Rampage was not that great last night. I don't know no, but I think no, but I think um, he- here's really quick. We'll come back to the football for the majority of the time that we've got left here. All but right. let me quickly, quickly, quickly touch on something. Okay. I think it's going to be a mixed bag as far as the show is concerned, and that's something that I think Tony Khan and those guys need to be cognizant of. They're spoiled for choice now with talent. Yeah, they have absolutely. so much talent. It's almost like um, because Brian Cage's wife was complaining about him being misused. And it's interesting, and this could be another topic for another day. She's right, but it's a, it's a rare situation where she's right, and there's almost nothing you can do about it, because it's like Brian Cage is a tremendous talent, Andrade uh, is a tremendous talent. Both those guys are kind of in this. Lance Archer is a great talent, and it's like I don't know where to put you. It's 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 not that, it's not that oh man we want to mistreat you just that it's not the WWE situation where we'll mistreat you out of spite. It's that. We only have three hours of television. <laughs> Where do, what kind of storyline can we put you in? Where can we put you? Mm-hmm. What, is the, what is the most logical place to try to slot you to try to make something that makes sense and try to find some airtime for you? Because right now, just off the top of our heads, I could, if I wanted to, over the next several weeks, I could give you CM Punk, Adam Cole. I could give you Brian Danielson, Kenny Omega. I could give you, uh, when, you know, when Adam Page comes back, Adam Page and Kenny Omega. I can give you CM Punk and Jungle Boy. I can give you CM Punk and a variety of different guys who could do a lot of great things. I can put Brian Danielson in with a bunch of people that, and he can wrestle with all of them, and it would be great. Like I said, Adam Cole and Brian Danielson would be a huge match. All of these are main event quality matches with about three or four guys. And I'm yeah. not even counting the other guys that are like really up there. By the way, under normal circumstances, you know where I would put, uh, where I would put um, Brian Cage? No. I would have him say, have something like the TNT championship. That would make logical sense for a guy like that. Yeah. But who has the TNT championship? Miro. So am I going to drop the TNT championship? By the way, that match would be amazing. Brian Cage and Miro, that, that, those are two kind of like big burly guys who, who would be very physical and have a great match. But I'm not taking it off of him right this second for that. 
Yeah. So it's one of those things where I got to get Brian Cage away from the Team Taz thing so that then we can figure out, okay, so where makes the most sense for you? Lance yeah, exactly. Archer is literally just hanging around, spinning his wheel. Andrade is an elite talent, and it's like, I got nothing for you either. It's not your fault. Yeah, right? <laughs> because, I mean, that, that storyline. And he's also he's had more managers than he has matches. Yes. Andrade, right? It's like, he, come that on. Is, no, no, no. Technically, he is two and two. He, right now he's had two matches and two managers the next match he has the next manager he has will will tip the retip the scale but the rumor out there is that he may have your homie rick flair as his next manager oh that's possible but that's what i mean like so if that happens then andrade may get a bit of a boost because then they're incentivized to give him something more interesting to do yeah i don't know sure. what that is yet but by the way in a related note they as a throwaway match that they weren't able to get on the pay-per-view it was supposed to be part of the all-out pay-per-view andrade and Pac. And they had a good match, uh, and they had a good match right. on Rampage. By the way, I didn't even name those two guys enough. By the way, how about Pac and Brian Danielson? How about Andrade and Brian Danielson? How about yeah, Pac and CM so, Punk? There's so, there's so many uh, combinations of potential things that could work, right? We're spoiled for choice is the point. It's like there's so many guys that's like, just throw them into a hat, and you can grab two names, and it's like, actually, that could be your main event tonight. All these guys have are capable yeah. of having that and I mean, match. and that's that's not the women's division is the same way too. They've gotten to that point, yeah. And right now, them. you know, I I kind of think, but I was really hoping that uh, Thunder Rosa was going to win the the battle royal. I think it makes more sense though to have uh, Ruby Soho have her moment right now because she's not going to win. It's one of those things where like her job right now it's just establishing her as a player, and that means you got another one who's right up there at the top of that main event, right at the top of that women's division. Um, which is good. Right now it means they've got more legit. Now they're starting to fill it out. For a while, that was the weakness. Now you've got Ruby Soho. Now you've got Thunder Rosa, who the fans are still behind. You've got, you know, Chris Statlander. You've got, so now I can put together combinations. Yeah. Of, like, yeah, there's, you there's, could have this I'd say at least like eight women. They're like top-notch talent that, you know, you want to watch. And they did one thing that I thought was very smart, and I hope they do more of this, and maybe this will help fix part of the problem. They actually had a feud that had a big stipulation match on Dark. They had Big Swole and Diamante apparently had been having like a little mini feud. And on Dark, they had what they called a three strikes match. And it was, you have to win two out of three falls. But right. the first fall, and you can win, apparently you could win them in any combination. I think they need to make sure they clarify the rules, but I, I, I got the gist of it. Uh, you got to win by a regular pinfall or mm -hmm. a submission or a knockout. So of course they went to the three, you know, so pinfall, submission, and then the third one was the knockout, which is basically like a, you know, everything goes. It's a, no no DQ, but you got to knock your opponent out. Right. Um, but they had a, like a mini blow-off match on Dark hmm. for a stipulation match, which is actually kind of interesting. That's a little different. By the way, if you're going to have some storylines on Dark, I'm okay with that because it gives them something to do. <laughs> WWE can barely handle two storylines at the same. SmackDown has not had a women's match in two weeks. Yeah. Mind you, they don't have a division. <laughs> they basically have Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair yeah. <laughs> and some other randos. Who and don't Bailey, but she's injured. Yeah. Well, technically, they've got Tony Storm and a couple of others. By the way, they're not on TV. Yeah. And uh, real quick, uh, before we leave this topic, uh, Thea Trinidad or um, uh, Selena Vega, mm -hmm. she, they were supposed to have a match on this past week's SmackDown. This past week's SmackDown was the day before, September 11th. Right. Um, Selena Vega's father died in September 11th. Yes. I, yeah, yeah I, I saw some stuff about that because she was speaking yeah. today. Yeah, but here's the thing. You cut her match from the show where you did like a million September 11 tributes. Brutal. And they haven't had a women's match in two weeks. Yeah, you, yeah. And th that's what you cut for time. You cut the one women's match you would have had in two weeks. 
But we had time for a bunch of other shit that no one cares about. Woo! WWE. Brutal. Yeah. All right. NFL. Go. All right, Carl. So we got 10 minutes, roughly, to talk some NFL. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And my thinking was thinking that basically, you know, what sort of do you see standing out for you for this season? So I'll go first because mine's kind of there. And the thing that I'm watching for is all the new starting QBs that are in the league, right? There are a ton of them, not necessarily rookies, but people with uh, new teams. So here's a couple I'll just put down thing, right? So you've got Trevor Lawrence with the Jacksonville Jaguars, mm-hmm. right? It should be interesting. You've got Zach Wilson with the New York Jets, right? Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, the beard, is in with the Washington football team. Who's nearing 35,000 passing yards, by the way. Wow. In his uh, first game, he'll get 35,000 passing yards. That's awesome. And hilarious. Greatest backup quarterback ever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you've just, got just, Matt I wanted Stafford. to throw that out there. I knew that stat would blow your mind. That's, it is actually crazy. But good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got uh, Matt Stafford, which I think is probably the most intriguing one for me. Matt Stafford yes. with the Los Angeles Rams. Sure. Right? Because he's put up insane numbers in Detroit, but never won anything because it's Detroit. Uh, or come close to winning anything because it's Detroit. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see. You know, he's got a, a stacked offense and a stacked defense. So, you know, if he can't get it done there, then then there. You know, this is this is really a career defining move, I think, and and defining the narrative of who Matt Stafford is by going to uh, the Rams, the NFC. Yeah. And and as long as and then the flip side of that is Jared Goff going to Detroit, mm-hmm. right? And will that you know black hole just kind of open up and suck him in? Uh, Sam Darnold with the Carolina Panthers. Right. For selfish reasons, that might be the one that intrigues me. Please continue. <laughs> of course. Uh, the young go king with New Orleans, right? He, he has been anointed the starter. We'll see. He had a decent preseason. Uh, I'm not convinced this team. I, I'm convinced this team is either one win over 500 or one win under 500. That's my. That's where I think they're going to be, but we'll see. Uh, you've got Carson Wentz with the Indianapolis Colts. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, he is going to play. Uh, you know, uh, on on Sunday, uh, this Trey Lance with the 49ers. Uh, we'll see how long it is before he gets in. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they've said Garoppolo is going to start tomorrow mm-hmm. or this week. But you know, that's one of those that if if he kind of falters at all, then you've got Trey Lance coming in, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Mac Jones with the New England Patriots, right? They cut Cam, uh, which would be interesting. They said it has nothing to do with his vaccination status, but we'll see. I think that's a big. Some. I think that's a big part of it, and also, I, if, in all honesty, I would have cut him for the silly ass hat he wore after. Well, yeah. I, I, if I if I was Bill Belichick, I would have called him. That was the week. one with a hole in the middle. And yeah. Stuff coming. Yeah. I, I, that's his hair. Yes. Um, I would have cut. I would have been. Uh, if I was Bill Belichick, I would have called him and go, "Listen, by the way, I know I cut you. Yeah, I'm bringing you back. Oh, great, I'm cutting you again. That silly ass hat." <laughs> I need to cut you a second time to really make sure you get this. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Goddamn, son. And then uh, Chicago Bear was Andy Dalton's with Chicago right now. Yes, I think so. Right. Uh, we'll see there with that. Mm-hmm. I don't expect anything good happening there. No, but it's you never know, uh, right? So so far we have you know is Tom Brady going to get any worse? Hopefully he will, but you know people will still say he's amazing and the best quarterback in the NFL. Well, mostly I blame the I blame the Dallas Cowboys for that. They could definitely could have won that game. Yeah, definitely well, could have won. There's, yeah. there's so much definitely could have won, and you know, and then they don't. There's yeah, like, well. I don't know. It's almost like it's <clears throat> rigged, like the CFL. Well, listen, a few things are quite as rigged as the CFL. Listen, you know how rigged the CFL is? I need mm-hmm. to include the Justice for the Young Girl King title. Um, you know how rigged the CFL is? They're so rigged 
that it's like as much as I enjoy making fun of them, I literally keep I, I have successfully managed to train my brain to delete the CFL. I literally keep being surprised every time I go to TSN and I see CFLs. I'm like, wait, they're playing games? Oh yeah. <laughs> I like I literally will see the commercials and then my brain will I literally do like the uh, the neuralizer from Men in Black to myself. And then as soon as I open up the PSN browser, I see a score. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Play games? Oh right. Oh right. Amazing. Everything else, like, no, I'm on top of it. I got it. And they're like, wait, CFL, what week are they in? What, what's going on? Yeah. So it's it's kind of it's kind of nuts in that regard, but uh, yeah, those so those are you know I've what may be listed about half the league there that's either got I was, a, I was about to say yes, you listed off a ton a, a new QB or you know someone who's an established QB but is in a new place. So I think there's a lot uh, of intrigue there and a lot to watch there, uh, you know, and we'll see what happens. I thoroughly expect the Green Bay Packers to beat the Saints tomorrow. I'm letting you know that now, Carlos. Uh, and yeah, yeah and I, even I, find, then, I find your lack of confidence in the young go king disturbing. Nah, well, we'll see. I don't know though. And then that, what do you know? He'll probably put up, he'll probably throw five touchdowns and 10 interceptions tomorrow. Oh, that's blasphemy. Listen, uh, 77, nothing saints. Yeah. Right. We'll Just see. 11 touchdowns by James because he yeah. really needs to emphasize this. It's like, you know, if I had been in Tampa Bay, we would have been undefeated. Yeah. Because Brady ain't on my level. Cause I have LASIK now. Dude, I, that, that would be like the that's the dream. That would be like, wow. That's all I need. I just need Jameis to become. I need Jameis to become the true goat. I need the young goat king to become the actual goat with a capital G. And all of a sudden, it's like, you traded the goat for Tom Brady? You idiots! Yeah, that would <laughs> be, that would be that would be nice. Uh, so yeah, so that's what what stands out to me. And obviously, of all those names that I mentioned, I think the most intriguing thing to me is, this, as I said, is Stafford in Los Angeles. Um, and then obviously, um, uh, what, I can't remember his name now, Trevor Lawrence in, in, as, as for the rookie class, I think Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville is the one that intrigues me most on that end. So in four minutes or less, Carlos, what are you looking towards for the NFL? What's, what's standing out for you as we head into the NFL season? Well, thanks for leaving a plethora of time. No problem. Uh, so real, so basically my, out of the list you have, Carson Wentz is the one that interests me. Because this is basically his last real shot. Because yep. because the everything in his career has been riding on that run he had in the Super Bowl year where he was on an MVP pace and then got hurt. And his mm-hmm. career has been, I keep getting hurt, at the most inopportune times where it looks like, okay, he's about to prove, oh, he's about to take that next step, that leap, because he had one playoff run where he basically willed the team into the playoffs. And he, was, and he got hurt in his first playoff game there. Where it was like, once again, like the opportunity, the moment was there. You were about to seize it, and then disaster strikes. That's been his. That's been his mo for his career. So yeah, that sure. particular one is of interest to me. The other thing that's of interest to me is: Does Cleveland take the leap to the next level? Because I hope so. They, they because have I have Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. on my uh, fantasy team. So. Well, they have, but they have a ton of talent. Like they have a ton of talent. So like, if Cleveland is ever going to be now, they're getting Kansas City right out on the block. It's going to be a great test. That's a great mm-hmm. test for them, right out but, of the game. But the way that the division shapes up, it's quite possible that they win that division. No, no, I, I'm not worried about whether they win the division or not. What I'm referring to is, I need, to, I basically want to see what some of these teams do against legit opponents. Fair so enough. Playing, so playing Cleveland, you know. playing like a real opponent, right out of the blocks in week one, is like, well, show me something. Show yeah. me what you can do because this, because Kansas City should be ready. They lost their last game where they were depleted and everything happened. But Kansas City should be sitting there like, we should have won another Super Bowl. 
in the back of their minds, it should be like, not only should we have won another Super Bowl, we probably should have been the three straight Super Bowls. That should be the mentality that, because legitimately you can make the argument that they should have been the three straight Super Bowls and then won at least two of them. So, yeah. Because the opportunity was there. That's how talented those teams have been. Mm-hmm. That's not going to keep going forever. That window doesn't stay open indefinitely, even with a great quarterback. But it's one of those things like take advantage of it. And they're still well stocked to bear. They can still do a lot. So that's a major thing that I'm thinking about. The other thing is I'm thinking about is um, I want to see what some of these um, – I'm not so worried about all these quarterbacks, but I, uh, the other one I'm identifying that I want to see is I want to watch New England with great fascination. Yeah. I want, speaking of, speaking of Young Go King, nothing would make me greater. It's like, please, if not Jameis, give me Mac Jones. I need Bill Belichick to go like, it was me all along. It's like, Tom Brady ju- it's like Tom Brady just needed to go to a cheat code. Give me all the talent, all the talent we have to overcome my deficiencies. And then Mac Jones is like, all right, dink, 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 dink. We're in the playoffs. Dink, dink, dink. Multiple playoff round. Dink, dink, dink. AFC Championship. It's like, how are they doing this? I didn't need Tom Brady. I just needed adequacy. <laughs> it's like, what happened? It's like, well, Cam Newton wasn't adequacy. Did you see that? Well, that's, that I, mean, to I cut him twice wa- because of that. If, if you watched the, the Patriots last year, they were far from adequate. But that's why I should, that's why I'm like crossing my fingers. Like, oh, please, Mac Jones. Please, please, please be. Be decent. All I need you to do is be decent. I I want Bill Belichick to find a way to make this a playoff team, and I want them to win a couple of rounds. And all the people and the Skip Bayless of the world are like, "It's like, how did he, how is he doing?" It's like I told you guys, if you would just let me have a quarterback that I wanted, other than the faux goat, I would be fine. Just let me do what I need to do. I am evil. I mean, I do. I'm a really good coach. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Listen, let Amber Palpatine have his moment, for God's sake. All right. Let's That's see. what I'm saying. So th- that is a, that. So the Carson Wentz thing is going to be fascinating to me. The Sam Darnold, for selfish reasons. Of course. And the, and the New England Patriots thing is legitimately interesting to me because I do think Bill Belichick is the best coach. I do think his preparation is second to none. I do believe if he can get those components in place, uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he could rebuild a winning program. If Mac Jones is, is able to do what it looks like he's doing in the sense of following instructions, in the sense of being solid, in the sense of um, developing and learning and doing all those things, I see no reason why. Look, to get the amount of physical talent, uh, there's plenty of people who have more physical talent than Tom Brady. That part's not a problem. We can find plenty of guys that can do that. For sure. Can you execute at that level? That's the difficult part. Do you have the intangibles to have the ferocity and willingness and competitiveness to Absolutely. do that? That's unique. That part we give Tom Brady his credit because he is a little bit unique in that way. But if if Tom Brady had been drafted by the Miami Dolphins, he's washing my car. That's what he'd be doing right now. Because or he'd be pumping gas somewhere. Because he he his intangibles with that system was a perfect combination for 20 years. It worked. It was the right combination. It was like Drew Brees and um, Sean Payton. Right mm-hmm. combination. These two guys working together have the, – he's got what I need. I've got what he needs. This works. Exactly. So, sometimes you get that, and oftentimes you don't. Very few can put those pieces together. But there's plenty of guys with talent. So the question is, can Mac Jones be the new muse for Bill Belichick to do his thing? That's we interesting to me. That's interesting to me. Fair enough. So that is my answer. All right. And there we have it. There's some uh, food for thought for the NFL for this week uh, and going into the season. 
who knows what we'll talk about next time, but we can we can maybe have some. Of the oh, there'll be more AEW. Doing, listen, so. listen, there'll be some football thrown in there, but no, I, I need I, I got I got plenty to say on AEW, and I have right. another week of stuff to say. So if Carlos doesn't do his own podcast, uh, in addition to this, then uh, next time I see you, we'll be talking AEW. Indeed, indeed. So that'll be it for us then. We'll be back on episode 110. We do love around numbers. So episode 110. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. I will have this up on the YouTube channel. Uh, it's a little bit easier if you want to see, you know, the gesturing. If you want to find out Dave's real name, his real name. The Sheik has spoken. So it is said, so it is done. For myself and Dev Aid. It is episode 109 of the Unnecessary Nonsense Podcast. We will catch you in the next one.